Welcome to the Strategy Side by Launchmetrics, where we talk about strategic tips for the fashion, luxury, and cosmetics industries. Hello, everyone, and welcome back for another episode of the Strategy Side. Today, I'm pleased to be joined by Estela Alcaide, the Online Communications Manager for Mango. She'll be talking us through Mango's online and digital strategy, including the Mango Girls digital campaign and influencer collaborations. We'll take a deep dive into the crossover between physical and digital events, and moreover, how to stay relevant in the ever-evolving and highly competitive digital landscape. Finally, we'll be discussing how Mango measures ROI, so the impact of their activities in media coverage, and how they analyze how they make decisions that boost their brand performance. Estella, welcome, and thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. It's amazing to be here with you, Tatiana. So let's jump right on in. Um, if uh, to begin, maybe if you could describe a little bit Mango's online communication strategy. So you know things like your main KPIs, your priorities, especially within digital. Yeah, I do like to talk a bit, for example, regarding uh, what are we doing on social media. Um, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Great. Uh, for example, in, in social media, our main uh, digital channel uh, is uh, Instagram, as you may know. Uh, and at Mango, we have uh, uh, 11.8 million followers. Uh, so for us, it's really relevant uh, to maintain our community connected. And, and it's key uh, talking about what is happening in Mango uh, through this channel. And here, for example, our main uh, KPIs are uh, impressions, uh, but also sentiment. Uh, we, we are always uh, thinking about um, how much are we impacting in our customers, our community, our, our uh, family, but also for sure, uh, what are they thinking and what are they feeling about our communications? Um, I, I think that this is really key relevant for us. Um, and we are always looking at uh, what are people uh, um, telling us at social media, if their uh, sentiment is positive or negative, if, if they are like doing some questions and we uh, have to um, answer them in some way or another. So we are always trying to, to improve this. So uh, our main KPIs in, in digital, in, in social networks are uh, impressions are and sentiment. Okay, amazing. And have you seen, have you seen maybe these key KPIs change at all? Were you using other KPIs prior or have these really been the ones that since you've been working with Mango have always been the kind of go-to KPIs? Yeah, I think that uh, reach and impressions are quite useful in, in all brands and also in Mango, this has, has been taken as a um, priority from really years ago. Um, in the case of sentiment, it's, it, this is something like uh, newer uh, because there are um, more and more uh, nowadays um, different tools which help us to, to look at sentiment. This is improving a lot. And also uh, Mango is, is focusing more and more uh, on uh, customers. So uh, this is uh, going uh, more relevant every day for us regarding sentiment, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. If you're trying to understand how your consumers are, are feeling, what they're thinking, trying to analyze sentiment. I know it's an ongoing challenge, sentiment analysis. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but definitely an, an important one. 
And can yep. you maybe share a bit specifically around the success of, of, of Mango Girls? So what was this process in creating this digital campaign? Yeah, I really love this, this theme because I think that uh, Mango is, is really um, powerful in this case in, in collaboration. Um, mainly because most brands, uh, when, when they started uh, collaborating with digital creators, with, with influencers, uh, they were only looking at uh, the, the following they had, and they were only looking at uh, collaborating with, with big profiles, big communities. Uh, in the case of Mango, uh, I think that we have been really, really focused always on trying to understand uh, who are the people that, that is behind any account. It's of the Mango Girls uh, has been uh, selected by, by, by our team because they have uh, something relevant to talk about because uh, we feel like really connected with, with them because they, they are really close to the brand, not only because of the um, size of their communities, but, but because they are really close to our values and, and really can talk about uh, Mango and, and we are really connected with, with them. So uh, this is uh, relevant. We always are looking at the detail of each of our collaborators and, and we are like, like a real family. We are always trying also to make uh, collaborations that, um, uh, that take time and that, that uh, are not like one shot, uh, but they, they can uh, start collaborating with, with us and doing it for a really, really long time. Yeah, I think, you know, when social and, and kind of influencer marketing first started, it was very much so about the, the numbers, right? Which is not necessarily yeah. a bad thing, but I think the more that social became a critical part of a brand's marketing strategies, the more brands had to think outside of just numbers and more about authenticity. That's always the word that I yeah. think of, right? So yeah, I, I loved looking and hearing about the Mango Girls campaign because I feel like that was a great example of how a brand was able to create that connection and relationship with their consumers at the end of the day, right? Consumers are smarter than ever before. <laughs> they, can, they can feel, right, when an influencer is being authentic or inauthentic. So it's uh, a great representation of um, how a brand was able to collaborate with influencers in a real way that creates connection both with the collaboration, but also with, with their consumers. So yeah, I love we, that word, how to insist. That was the one that sticks out to me. And I guess when you're thinking about new potential partnerships with influencers, so identifying new ones, can you share a bit about what that process looks like? Yeah, yeah, for sure. We, well, I think that is a process where there are a lot of people of, of our team involved. Um, we are uh, like always trying to find new profiles also to, uh, to be um, connected with our customers, to be more diverse uh, because uh, we, we try finding like different approaches and, and not always the, the same kind of profile that, or the same kind of, of women. Uh, so this is sometimes hard because I think that uh, most of all of, of us know like the, the big profiles related for example with with fashion or with culture uh, culture is really relevant for for us in mango but when when you are uh, trying to understand like um other kind of 
profiles that, that are not so, so big or so relevant, but that are authentic and, and have something to talk about is more difficult. So, so we are always like trying to find new people and, and uh, trying to create like uh, the documents, uh, collaborative documents where, where different uh, people of the team can uh, make suggestions. Like, oh my gosh, I have seen uh, these women or, or this man who is doing this kind of, um, I don't know, but is doing something special and maybe it would be great having it in our community. Um, later, we, we use different tools to understand uh, more about um, their community, like well, where they are, where are they, their fans? Uh, are they related with our main uh, countries or markets? Because of course, um, we think that that the people we collaborate with uh, have to have something to tell. But also, it's it's important for us that uh, it, this message go to the right audience. So uh, after having the ideas of a new profile to collaborate. We try to go deep uh, into their audience and to understand uh, the countries uh, where they're from. Um, if they have also like a, a low percentage of suspicious accounts or not, um, what kind of following do they have regarding uh, male and female to understand a little better uh, if they have also the, the right audience for us. Yeah, so it's almost a little quantitative and qualitative, right? Like looking at the data, but then also looking beyond that to, to the influencer themselves as a person, not just an, an influencer yeah. voice. I can imagine that it, it must be overwhelming to just because, like to your point, right? There are these big influencers, everybody knows about them. But at the same time, this there's this like new age emergence of influencers, what feels like every day, right? There's new new voices that kind of crop up. So I, I can imagine keeping up with it and researching um, must be a lot. So yeah. switching gears a little bit to events, uh, we obviously with the, the times that we're in, events have taken a bit of a shift. Um, I think now we're, we're getting back to physical events, uh, but I'm curious how important physical events are to your online strategy. So if you are having any kind of an event, how do you communicate about those online? Yeah, um, we we are really happy about this because, as you have said, we are we have started now to um, do physical events, and and this is great for us because uh, as a family uh, we have our mango girls, we have our mango community, and it's really important for us also to create like physical moments to 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 share and um, we have had uh, some latest ones for example the, the opening of our stores in london in germany uh, we have also have uh, some physical events also related with a uh, pernil campaign or tupi campaign with, with which are two of our mango girls uh, with uh, and we have created with them a collection and also make a celebration uh, with with our family or community. Um, in this case, uh, we what we are doing is, is for sure uh, showing the, the event in our own profiles. And for example, we see that on Instagram, this is a content our community love. And they really um, enjoy um, being part of the event uh, as they cannot be in the place, but they can enjoy it, it from home. And we are always trying making this kind of content really um, 
funny and make the, the people at their homes can also uh, play with uh, this or that uh, or quizzes or, or something that make them feel like part of the event. Uh, but also uh, when, when you do a physical event, there are a lot of uh, people who is invited um, and they are also sharing their content. And this is key for us also like uh, understanding what are our community posting, what our mango girls posting, where, where they are part of our events. And, and we are also now uh, measuring, uh, which is also the EMB uh, of the contents they are posting in this kind of events, not only in the post on, on timeline, on Instagram, for example, but also uh, on stories because uh, as you know, uh, in this kind of events, most of the content is, is mainly on, on Instagram stories. And we are uh, getting all this content and being able to understand which is the, the value uh, or the EMV of, of these events also, yeah. Yeah, so I guess MIV would be another metric or KPI that, that you, you look at in trying to understand how the brand is performing and how these events and experiences are performing. It's yeah, not... it's like yeah, trying to understand uh, the the money, the the value of the yep. contents on on Euro. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting when I I speak to our customers about events specifically, right? I can think about it in my my launch metrics lens and my launch metrics hat, or sometimes I think about it as a, a consumer, right? Like everybody else. And it's so true when you see and follow a brand that you feel connected to, that you like, that you purchase from, and then uh, and you see that they're having an event, and then you also follow influencers who happen to be attending that event, like as a connection that can, cons- like as a consumer, you're like, oh, this this kind of person is my kind of person, and it's my kind of brand. So even though you're not there, you very much so feel like you're you're a part of something because all of the influencers and brands that you're following they're working together they're hanging out together having an event together so it's that same same idea that we were talking about earlier right of, of community authenticity values that i share with the brand and also these these same influencers yeah in our case for example our community really loves uh seeing the different looks of the people who has been invited it's like they love uh, to see what the people was wearing in, in, in this kind of events always yeah and then i'm sure where where they <laughs> their local mango store to go buy it right <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i guess another big word that a lot of our clients you know talk to us about is is relevancy right so how how can i stay relevant so it's like a big question that that brands have and do you have any maybe tactics or tips you can share about how to stay relevant in you know this ever evolving and highly competitive dig- digital landscape that we we work in? Well, I think that it's really difficult to stay relevant nowadays because there are a lot of brands uh, creating a lot of content with um, a lot of new campaigns and, and new. Um, uh, collections and and I, I think that most of the times the the customer is a little overwhelmed of everything that's happening. I think that one one really key thing to to be relevant for the customer is being there for the customer when when he needs it. He needs a brand. It's like uh, being really aware of. Uh, customer experience and, and trying always to improve this uh, because yeah you we are always trying to create 
uh, content relevant for our audience for sure. But I think that most of the times when when a person uh, reminds uh, the, the the brand is when uh, or on the one hand the brand has uh, been uh, really trustable and has, for example, talked about diversity in a real mood and has truly connected with, with the person in a human size, or on the other hand, because when the customer uh, has needed the brand because they had an issue uh, with, um, with an order, or when, when they uh, were just asking uh, what clothes should, uh, they were for a wedding, the brand has been there to, to answer this, this, this person. So I, I think that to stay relevant nowadays is really hard or you have to connect us in a human side and you have to be there for the people when they need you. Yeah, that makes sense. Great, great tip. And maybe just to, to kind of wrap everything up together, I know we spoke about KPIs at the beginning of our conversation, but how do you demonstrate ROI to really understand the true impact of all the activities you're doing, especially in your role as online communications manager? And can you maybe share how Launchmetrics has helped you in monitoring brand coverage? Yeah, for sure. Um, I think that, that understanding uh, the impact is key and uh, enterprise need to, brands need to have like tools that help us because we can do the best uh, of us, but if we don't have numbers relevant for us to, to understand this, if, you, if we can, cannot understand how much uh, reads, uh, how many reads are, are we, are we um, how many people are we reading, sorry, or how many impressions are we getting on, or how are we impacting on, on sales? We are not, uh, it seems that we are not doing nothing. Uh, so it's really relevant to have the right tools in, in our case, for example, launch metrics for, for the team is really relevant uh, for uh, only press because um, we are, uh, for example, uh, measuring uh, our main KPIs weekly on Monday. Uh, we have a meeting uh, with different uh, teams in communication to understand how are we uh, developing, how was the last week, if we are doing it will or not compared with the previous week and with the, with the last week. And, and in this weekly, one of the things uh, we try to understand is press, what is happening. Launch metric is a uh, key for understanding what is happening on, on digital press, uh, because we can see almost instantly uh, what's happening uh, and we can see uh, how many impacts uh, did we have the last week and also, uh, with value uh, and how many uh, different uh, only press are, are talking about us about us so so yeah for sure uh, this is helping us to understand for example uh, how are we uh, this week this year compared with with last year if we are doing something different uh, that is working uh, better or worse and also to understand what is happening with with other brands because sometimes it's like, okay, this week is going worse than, than, than last week. We, what, are we, what is happening? We, we try to understand that. And later we see that uh, it has been uh, also a bad week for the rest of our competitors in Launchmetrics. And uh, we, we 
have been better compared with uh, the other competitors. Uh, so it's like, okay, we are, we are not alone with the information we have about uh, Mango. We can also understand if there is something happening in, in the industry, in the fashion industry in, in a right moment or, or not. So, so yeah, discovery is, is really helping us in, in this way. Yeah, and that's a, a great maybe final pointer or tip for, for everyone listening that, you know, looking at your brand, whether it's year on year, quarter on quarter, how you're potentially growing is, of course, important. But that kind of competitive benchmark or landscape overview can sometimes be just as insightful, if not more insightful, right? Because to your point, maybe it's something that's like industry wide. Um, and just looking at your own brand, you you would never see that. So you kind of have to look beyond maybe just the funnel of, of your own brand. So that makes, makes perfect sense. Um, on that, thank you so much for your time today, for all of these insightful tips that you were able to raise and share. It was really a pleasure speaking to you today. Uh, and thanks for everybody who's listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode and catch us for, again for another installment of The Strategy Side. Thank you so much. Hope uh, we see you soon. We hope you enjoyed this episode of The Strategy Side. Make sure to tune in again to learn more quick tips on how to improve your business strategy.